It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday. Monday. Oh, hang on, I still got music playing in here. Monday, Monday. November 6, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was great. First snowboarding day of the season on Saturday, so that was awesome. I saw your video. I was surprised at how good everything looked out in the yeah. Kiska. Like the conditions looked good. The and conditions were great for day. Like it was impressive as hell. But because um, it was 13 degrees in the city, so yeah. Yeah, they were really smart. They did something new this year where they uh, did a lot of snowmaking up on the upper half of the mountain and not any at the bottom. So you actually had to download. So the first chair, there's not enough snow down there yet, but the top two chairs uh, have tons of snow. And they did that because it makes perfect sense. Like It's supposed to be so warm this next week that all that snow would have melted. So all their work would have been for nothing? Yeah, so they stuck it to the higher elevations and then made the base friggin' awesome up there, and it was glorious. So, very smart. That is pretty clever. So you take the chair up and then another chair, and you can ski the top of the mountain, and you take the chair back down? Yes. Ah. Yeah, so it was genius. Uh, It was great, and it was a beautiful sunny day, so that was awesome. And then, yeah, we had uh, the radio shit show on Saturday night, so it was just a bunch of radio people got together and had some drinks. And then, yeah, yesterday I just chilled. It was a nice day. What about you? Yeah, just super chill. Super nice. chill. Spent some time with the boys. Yeah, had a great weekend. McKenna worked a lot. Uh, can I make a shout-out? Of course. So I was doing my oil change on the weekend. I've never changed the oil in my vehicle, so I was like, I think I can figure this out. Yep. Um, and I made a mistake, and I had oil all over my driveway. Oh, God. And then I, I, I needed a certain tool that I didn't have, but I also couldn't move my truck because it had no oil in it at this point. And I was oh, like, dear. well, shit. Whoopsies. Now what? Um... But my neighbor, Keith, who's a friend of the show, a uh, friend of the... I'm not sure if Keith listens on the air on the podcast, but hopefully he hears this piece on the podcast. He had the tool that I needed. So that he bailed me out. Well, that's awesome. Uh, it's good to have some friends in the neighborhood who also have tools. Yes. And yeah, so... Um, also, I need... I have a shout out to you. Sure. If I could, please. When I was at Nikiska, I met friend of the show, Evan... It was his birthday, and he was super stoked and came up and was like, Shauna! And he uh, did a couple laps with with us, which nice. was awesome. And uh, I want to say congratulations to him and his wife, because his wife, Erin, normally would have been there as well, but she is pregnant. Wow. So having a, a kid, so it's all super exciting. And uh, yeah, Evan, again, happy happy belated birthday. I hope you had a good one. What up, Evan? What did you say his wife's name was? Erin. Erin. Yeah. Evan and Erin. Evan and Erin. Going to be parents. Yes. So exciting. you too. On today's show... We're going to talk about a restaurant naming trend we've noticed, new type of snobs, an offensive Halloween costume, another super popular actor that my wife, McKenna, does not like. We'll start with an etymology after your out-of-context clip. This is a trend. Rise, your name is... The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Both of my boys had, uh, I forget, we got laughing about something on the weekend, and they both started hiccuping like crazy, and then we were laughing about that, that's and I was funny. like, that's a weird word, hiccup. Where does it come from? Is it because that's the sound that someone makes when they're hiccuping? That's just it. It's it that is, simple? It's an onomatopoeia, so it's that sound that we make when yeah. we when your yeah. diaphragm contracts like that, so that's how it started. It's funny, though, because every language has their own little variation of it, and it's all just them imitating or trying to imitate what it sounds like, so... <laughs> For French, it's hoquette, so you can, right? Like uh, Danish, it's hick, so, yeah. Persian, hiccock, 
I really love that you're giving Thank us you. examples of each of these. Please keep it going. Yep. So Hindi is hitchkey, so hitchkey. That's a that's a stretch. <laughs> this is a stretch. Yeah, so there you go. Um yeah, the, luckily those are the only ones I have because it's actually starting to hurt oh, to do that. Man. But here we go. I can, uh, uh, but it makes perfect sense. So. I don't speak any Hindi, but I can <laughs> hiccup in Hindi. There you if, go. If you'd like me to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, anytime you see somebody who's like speaking Hindi, you just look at them and you're like, yeah, you have hiccups? I got it. <laughs> the hitchkeys over there? Etymology with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I have another TV trope for you, Beckler. Okay. Uh, this one's a sound again. So this is a sound that you typically hear in movies uh so when you think of the sound that a monkey makes what would you say it is uh it's that like is that that's yeah. it so Sorry, i have a cold i do usually do a better monkey that was than that. actually really good can you do that one more time i'll do it next week when i'm feeling a little better okay i'll bring i'll bring my best monkey to the like table your eyes so. are a little too close together and you're a bit of a yeah that, uh, wow that's a bit of a monkey I over here so monkey. i'm a bit of a monkey <laughs> that was that was perfect uh but that <laughs> that sound right there is used in every jungle scene yeah, um, definitely. And it's what we think of as a monkey, but that's not a monkey. That's a kookaburra. It's a bird. Like a bird? It's a bird that makes all of those sounds. So here's, The Australian bird? Yes. This is Raiders of the Last Ark, for example, and you can hear it in the background of this jungle scene. So it's right here. And then you'll hear it... Be- that right there, right in the background, yeah. you can hear that, and it sounds like a monkey. That whole thing is all just kookaburra. This is the kookaburra. That's a bird. What? That is the kookaburra laughing, is what that is, and that is the sound that they use in all of the jungle scenes to imitate a monkey. This has shattered my perception of the world. I know. Monkeys don't even make those sounds. I'm like, what does a monkey actually sound like then? My whole life yes. has been a lie. I don't know. And we're I gonna can't have look to- it up. We're going to have to go back. Like, all the children's toys are wrong yeah. and their books are wrong. And mm. No, it's all the damn kookaburra. The Australian bird or whatever it is, just laughing. doing its- <laughs> That thing. That's that's not a monkey. That's a bird. If you had played that for me, I would have said, no, you that's monkey. the sound of a monkey nope, for sure. That is, no, that is a bird laughing. <laughs> that's a kookaburra. That is an obnoxious bird. It is, is and it has having used... Having one of those outside your window? Holy hell. Can but I it, shoot this thing? Yes, you should be able... Well, now you'd think you're shooting a monkey, but no, it's a bird. I don't even know. Man, this has been very disorienting for me, I know. to be honest with you. And every jungle scene to this day uses it, and it's been like this for so many years that we all are convinced that that's a monkey and that is a bird. As a bit of a monkey myself, I'm not sure I'm supposed to sound now. <laughs> Now I'm just going to call you. I'm going to have to. So right now you're a baboon in my phone every time you call me because yeah. your eyes are a little too close together. I'm going to have to change it to the kookaburra, it looks like. Oh, man. Oh. For what did you learn today? I'm going to find out what a monkey actually sounds like. That's good. And we're going to play that. Please do. The and Shauna podcast. So mini sticks is big on our house again these days. My boys are playing lots of mini sticks. Yep. Baseball season's over. Now they're into the mini sticks. I'm guessing you and your sister didn't play a lot of mini sticks growing up, Shauna? Mm-mm. No? No. My brothers, it was huge for my brothers and I, and it's big for my boys, too. Um, I think it's a mini-sticks tradition, though, that every game must end in a fight. Oh, okay. Nobody ever wins or loses a game of mini-sticks. Gotcha. There's a fight at some point, okay. and that signals that's... the end of the game. All right, all right. That's <laughs> that's my brother and I, I fought every time we played. Still so much fun, but, but my boys are pretty smart. They borrowed my tripod, and they set up um, a camera on their games. 
So Hilarious. They have, they have instant replay now. That's genius. If there's a disputed call, they go back and they watch the tape, and they're like, oh, that wasn't in. That's or, so funny. And if they can't decide it, then they bring it to me. So I'm like, I'm like the NHL situation room in Toronto where yeah. I review the footage. Yep. And then I, I make a call. Goes back up to the higher-ups. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Skybox, then back down. Okay. And I was like, man, I wish we uh, had this for all disputes in our house, this right? video review. Because a big part of your job when you're a parent of multiple kids is like, mediating, you know, yeah. like mediating disagreements between the two of them. Well, and a lot of people do have cameras in different parts of their house, so you totally could. You could be like, all right, let's go uh, check the tape. Let's go check the tape. Let's check the tape. So, Whose fault is it really? So there was a dispute in their game last night, and I said to both, send me that video. I want to play part of it on the air for you. So listen to the... Listen to the foot, no? Bo says, you stick me in the foot, and Brigham says, no. Stick me in the foot. I don't know if you could hear me in the background. I could hear that, say, yep. Bo said, check the review. And I said, check your panties. <laughs> check your panties. While you're checking that review. Check your panties. Check your panties, too. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so we got instant replay at our house now. And you can... Check your panties. Yeah. That's great. Check your review. Check your panties. Check your panties. I was watching this interview uh, yesterday, and the girl getting interviewed, she was a bit of a hippie, to be fair, but at one point she said, eight is a beautiful number. And you know what, Beckler? After she said that, I thought of eight, and I was like, eight is a beautiful number. There's something about eight as a number that looks quite lovely to me. Eight is thick. It is a thick. Eight's a thick boy. That's why. Yeah. Is it? Is it because it's full and round and thick? Yeah, it's like, it's robust. Okay. Think about a digital clock. Yeah. Eight's got all the bars lit up, right? Oh, yeah. Not like one, which You're is right. just teetering over here with uh, two bars yeah, lit up. Yeah, one is thick thin over there. there. You're right. Yeah. Eight is the, oh, big and beautiful and yes. busty. Eight is a busty <laughs> number. I was laughing at myself because I got thinking about it. I'm like, no, 100%. Eight is a beautiful number. And we've talked a little bit about this before where, you know, certain colors remind you of different things and what, you know, we've talked about these kind of weird things before. So it got me thinking about other beautiful numbers. Hmm. Are there any others or ugly numbers? What number? I mean, you said one. You don't like one. It's not that I don't like one. One's a pretty important number. It one is. might be the goat of numbers. It, it's a, It's in contention with zero. Yeah. Which maybe is kind of a technicality. It's true. Yeah, zero. Eight's a great. Your eight is a good number. It, is it a looks good, good on a jersey. I'm pretty excited because I was born in '88. I got two eights in my birthday, and of course, that's when the Olympics were in mm -hmm. Calgary as well. And '88 is a good like two eights together. Holy two eights. Yeah. Now you're really having fun, aren't you? We got two busties. <laughs> <laughs> Like the 88 Brewing, their logo, sick oh, logo, because it's yeah. such a good-looking number, isn't mm -hmm, it? Mm -hmm. And even think about the multiples of eight. I know. 16, good number. Yep. 24, also a really good number. 32. You know what else is a good number? Good number. 69. I'm not saying, don't think that I'm being a child here, okay? <laughs> Look at 69 and tell me, it looks like a yin-yang, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's something complete about the number 69. It looks, looks like good, too. Looks like two folks mucking, too, right? It sure but, Well, that, too, so, but we're not going down with that. But you're right, 88 is a really good one together. Two eights, 69. Uh, another interesting one, 41, because it's all linear. And when you look at that together, it's a very clean number as well. 41? 41. The four and the one, when you see it, it's all these... It's tight. 41 would not have landed very high on my list. No, you don't like that How one. How do you feel okay. about 14? Mm, no, I don't like that one it's as much. same thing, though, isn't it? I know, it? but when you put the two lines together with the four... I mean, I'm very, very biased toward even numbers. Yeah. They just seem 
Like they make They're sense. Clean. Whereas you, when you start getting into some of the odd numbers, prime numbers, don't even talk to me about prime numbers. No. Um, what about nine? Because it's the square of three. Nine could do a lot of fun. Nine by itself is great. Yeah. Eighteen's good, but then you get to like, what is twenty-seven? It's true. That's gross. Twenty-seven's a gross number. Nine, isn't when it? you look at it, it's kind of swirly too. So I don't mind that. Oh. I like that. Five is kind of fun. It's got a mixture of both. You've got half robust and then some lines at the top there too. This is five. Five's fun to draw. Yeah. But when I played sports growing up, okay. every year we always had like jerseys in like the, the it started from one and went up to like, you know, 17 or whatever. Yeah. And then there'd be like a 30 for a goalie. Mm-hmm. But five was the always the number that nobody picked. So if you had a guy, a younger guy coming up to play with your team, yeah. they almost always wore five because nobody wanted five because it's a garbage number. OK, what about 25? Five and its multiples is nice. And the nice thing about 25, when you look at it, it's back to back. It looks like two people like back to back, right? Because it's the one and then it's the reverse of it on the other side. There's something kind of fun about that. Wow, this has been and you could, like, enlightening. Like I said, you could, it's another square, right? Yeah. So you, can put it, you can put it in a nice grid and yes. it works out. There's even numbers on all sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you, I think like the ugliest numbers are when you get into like the odd numbers in the 50s and stuff. Yeah, those are bar. Like 53. Oh, that's a gross Yuck. number. Gross. Nobody wants that. Bad number. No. Not like eight. Eight is good. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Um, I tried to text you guys, and I don't know that you get texts, but um, first off, eight's my favorite number, and I want you to know that I'm not... Am I on the air right now? No. no. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but I want you guys to know, because I know you probably aren't aware, but 88 is actually a number that represents anti-Semitism and is used by skinheads to identify each other online. So when you were talking about 88 and what a great number it was, I just assumed it was something you weren't aware of and want you to be aware of it. Interesting. I'd heard that before because it represents the letter H in the alphabet, right? HH, Heil Hitler, I think is where it comes from. Oh. Um, Yeah. But I mean, I don't put a lot of stock into what those goofs believe, you know? Like I... I'm not going to... I'm not going to give them, like, you know, the, the pleasure of adjusting my behavior for them, you know? Like fair, fair. I yeah. mean I guess I'm just being sensitive to it. I, I married a Jew and <laughs> and it's one of those things that other people think you're talking in code as white people and uh, it, it's you're and you're not. I know you're not. But yeah. I think it's something to be aware of, that's all. Yeah, I totally understand why some people are hyper aware and super sensitive to any sort of yes anti-semitism especially because i mean there's some pretty open anti-semitism going on around the world right now brutal so yeah. i understand that um but i hope nobody thought that we were i really hope not giving any sort of nod to anti-semitism or white supremacy that's there terrifying to think yep i just thought 88 was a nice number i think of eric lindros's jersey when i think of it it's my birth year that Patrick is literally Kane. yes like <laughs> the 88 olympics yeah. like you said uh nothing nothing hateful at all. No. Um, this is kind of cool. So my son Brigham, he started soccer on the weekend. Uh, he had his first game. I'd never been to the, the Calgary Soccer Center. That place is massive. Like, there's four pitches, as they call it in yep. association football. Four pitches in the one building, and then I don't know how many in the other, but, like, the facility is just huge. Wow. Um, so it's fun to watch him play, but they got their their kits. Yep. Their, their uniforms, their shorts and shirts and socks. And... Briggy's, Briggy's team has a big Shane Holmes logo right on the chest. I saw that. Yeah, I posted a photo of him. Yeah. And he was so excited. He's like, Dad, Shane Holmes, because he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. pretty cool. They help sponsor. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, and I mean, with like, with with soccer teams, typically the, the biggest logo on the jersey is a 
is a sponsor, right? Yeah. It's not like in hockey where they have a crest or whatever, right? Nope. So even like all the big European teams and stuff have a sponsor front and center. And for his team, it's Shane Holmes. So That's thought, pretty cool. That was really cool. He's like, they're my sponsor, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, they are, buddy. That's really cute. Yeah. So a shout out to Shane Holmes and the good work they do in the community, including sponsoring youth soccer, which is, I think, something they've done for many, many years yes, in this city. Awesome. If you're thinking of building, check out Shane Holmes at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes. The better way to build. There we go. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. The boys and I watched uh, Rush Hour recently. Yeah. McKenna oh, was wow. working, so she did, didn't watch with us. That, that movie franchise was huge when we were growing up. Yeah, I haven't seen Rush Hour in forever. Yeah, it came out in 1998, the first one, 25 wow. years ago. Yeah. And it must still stand up because Bo and Brigham both really liked it. Oh, good. Um, so then we were choosing a, another movie for family movie night, and McKenna was with us, and Bo suggested Rush Hour 2, and McKenna said, I don't like Jackie Chan. And I was like, what? What? How do you not like for, Jackie Chan? Yeah. First she said she didn't like Tom Hanks. Oh, Yeah. Now Jackie Chan. I didn't think anyone disliked Jackie Chan. Is she purposely just picking the people that everybody likes to go up against them? Is she doing that whole thing? Just like, no, no, everybody like, no, I'm going to say I don't. Just being a contrarian? Just to be a contrarian. You don't like Tom Hanks. You don't like Jackie Chan. Who's next? Who is next? Mr. Dress Up? (laughs) I hate Mr. Dress Up. Is there a more lovable movie star than Jackie Chan? I don't think so. But then I got reading a bit about Jackie Chan, oh. and I didn't know this, but I guess he's held some controversial political positions. Oh. So I he was born in Hong this. Kong, but in the last 10 or 15 years, he's become a big Chinese Communist Party guy. Oh, okay. And you can read a lot about these controversies that he's had, most of them since like 2007 or so. Yeah. Um, but I guess his, uh, his public image isn't as squeaky clean as I thought it was, because I think of him as, you know... The lovable action star, Jackie Chan. Totally. He's funny. He does all of his own stunts. He's yeah. great. But I guess older Jackie Chan has uh, okay. dabbled in a bit of controversy. So, so maybe she's in the right well, and we're in the wrong. I don't maybe think Maybe we should all what... dislike Jackie Chan now. <laughs> what are we going to find out about Tom Hanks next? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I'm watching this documentary on surfing right now. And uh, at one point, one of the older pro surfers was talking about the young guys. And he's like, it's really tough to stay focused when you're on the surf circuit. Because he says... You're traveling to the most beautiful places on earth and pretty much everywhere you go, the town is partying. So, Oh, because it's a big surf competition? Right, because yeah. it's a big thing and it attracts all these people and everyone's partying. And, you know, it's funny, I never really thought about that before, but there are certain sports where that would be the case. Like, even F1, the documentary on F1 opens your mind oh, to that. But God. that's even like a more elevated level. You think people are coming from all over the world going to these places, spending so much money, mm-hmm. the most elevated parties in the world are happening at those spots, and you as a driver show up, and you're working, right? So you have to oh, arrive, man, and you work, <laughs> and everyone around you is there to have the biggest party of their life, and you have to just stay focused and keep your head down and not get involved in that. I never really thought about that no. and how difficult that would be. How hard would that be? You're right. Like, everybody is, there's so much money. Yep. And it get celebrities and beautiful people and you're rich and famous. Yep. And so many of those drivers are younger, so you know, you're in your early 20s and you'd be and invited you, to everything. Everything. And everything. it would be so easy to just get a little bit carried away. Yep. Holy crap. Yeah, and like you said in all these like exotic places all over the world and Yep. Wow. And you have to do the opposite of what everybody around you is doing. Like, not only are you just trying to stay out of that, you actually have to be completely focused and go to bed at like 10 at night or whatever time. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and everyone around you is having the best time of their life. And maybe a lot of them, it's like the only time they're ever going to party like this. Because there's so much money riding on it and your career. Yep. And like your life too, right? Like you yep. probably can't get into a Formula One car hungover. Nope. You could die. Yes. Quite easily. So. And those are those drivers are young guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are. My God, I never really thought about that. Yeah, like the discipline that would take. It would be torture. Because I think about myself in my early twenties, and like if you gave me that kind of money. Yep. And fame, and everyone's saying yes to you, and there's just the people around you. Like I'd probably be dead. Right I was now. gonna say like, I'm shocked they're not dead. I hate to say it, but with all of that money and all of that temptation that yeah. you would have, like it would. These wow. are the richest people in the world having the best parties in the world, and you are like, yeah. And they no, got models and celebrities, oh, and everybody yeah, coming in. Hey, have it right? all in the house. And you're like, oh, and you just have to be like, mm, <laughs> no, I'm good. Gotta be up early to drive tomorrow. Well, like, I have to go to bed and eat. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, Halloween was last week, so we were a bit late on this, but we got this message from friend of the show, Van, near the end of last week, and he said he overheard this conversation in a grocery store between two people. Uh, and I think I have Van's message here. I'll just read it to you as Van said it to us. But he said, uh, this guy explained that a kid came trick-or-treating to his door dressed as a Nazi with a swastika on. He explained how he confiscated the swastika and gave the kid a piece of his mind on how disrespectful that was. Hmm. Uh... And Van was wondering how we felt about that and how we would, I guess, how we would re react if that happened at our door. Now, I know you didn't get trick-or-treaters, Sean, because you live in an apartment. No. But if you, let's say you, you did have you know, a door that opened to the street and someone came to your door in a Nazi costume. Oh, man. What would you do? It's funny. He sent us this and I was like, I actually don't know what I would do. Well, I mean, we have the luxury of being able to, like, think it through, and whereas even if you just still, opened the door and saw it, you'd be like, whoa, yeah. what do I do here? I, oh, even thinking about it, I was like, I still <laughs> don't know what I would do. I would potentially be like, do you, that, do you, that might be offensive to some, like. Might be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how you, yeah, just like, do you know, are you aware? I don't know what words you would use, though. I'd be like, oh, God. I'm not 100% convinced this happened. Yeah. Not that Van is lying to no, us, no. but that the guy who he overheard was maybe telling a tall tale. Because yeah. it just seems too uh, yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. It was like a crazy thing to do. Yes. I said to Van, I think maybe it would depend on how old the kid was. Yes, that too. Like if it was a really young kid, I'd be like, first of all, where are your parents? Yep. Do they know that you're out here dressed like this? Like, do you understand? Yeah. What If it was an older kid, I'd probably be a little harsher. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this isn't cool. Like, yeah. I don't know if you think this is funny, but you yeah. can. It's like you should go home and take that off. And that's exactly like, it as well. I was like, hey, yeah, if you're older and you're well aware and you think this is a a joke, yeah, it's like, like okay. I know you think you're edgy, but nope, this is pretty rough. Yeah, but a young kid, and then again, if it was young, there's no way a young kid would be dressed like that. Mm, probably not, right? No. And if Unless were, they I'd, were put up to it, then you have bigger issues, right? Yeah, then and then got, I would, I would be like, who are you with? Can I please yeah. see them? Where do you live? Yep. Let's go there. Let's go have a chat. The Bagler and Shauna Podcast. So there's a new sales tactic that I've seen popping up on social media quite a bit recently, and it's pretty greasy. So somebody will say have a jewelry collection, and it will be a post that says something like, well, after 10 years, I have to close the door, so I'm a single mom, and I don't have enough time to really focus on my business right now. So everything's on sale as I'm selling off my whole collection. And when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is legitimate. Like, it's somebody who has a side hustle. And, and then I come to realize that these types of posts are sponsored. And they are just 
posting them and continue to post these things, hoping that it kind of pushes you to, you know, feel bad for them. And you're like, I want to support them. And it's on sale now. You and you'll buy deal. some stuff and you think you're getting a good deal. And then they'll just keep posting these types of things. Hmm. Like, yeah, oh, I've, I've seen what you're talking about because yep. I, I, it also raised an eyebrow for me yep. because I thought like, if you're a business who is failing, yep. you're going out of business, is that the time that you launch a big advertising campaign? I know. Like, doesn't make sense. That's it, not when you're like, nope. getting your name out there and branding and stuff when you're on the way out, right? Yes. Like if, you know, if you're struggling, yeah. you don't have the money for advertising. So I'm, I know. I wonder that too. It's kind of like there's a there's a house in my parents' neighborhood where in Saskatoon where I'm from. They've been having a moving sale every weekend since I was young. I'm like, move already. Yeah. It's been 25 years. You could have paid off the mortgage at the new house. There was a place You're here that moving? used to for eight for years. Yeah, said like moving sale moving and sale. then never actually moved. <laughs> It's so greasy. But yeah, you see that and you're like, oh, I, you got to go and, you know. It, Rock it bottom prices. Creates that urgency for <laughs> you. And then in these cases, it's also trying to tug on your heartstrings because right. they always have some sort of, you know, I just can't focus on the business. Single you're mom, like, oh, 12 no. kids. I got one leg. One yeah, leg uh, and yeah, two three of the kids eyes. Have one leg, and then one yeah. is, yeah, yeah, I know. So it's tough, but it's interesting because, yeah, when you first see them, you do. You immediately are like, oh. And then all of a sudden, you're like, hold on a second. Yeah. No, this isn't right. This is greasy. And it pops back up. You change the name of the business a little. Do it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I got a message from a friend of the show, Craig. Uh, he builds and services broadcast towers, communications towers. Oh, sweet. For a living. That's cool. So that involves climbing hundreds of feet up into the air to work on the equipment at the top of these towers, right? Yeah. Obviously, uh, not a job for those who are afraid of heights. No. Faint of heart. Definitely not. And you know, as as broadcasters, we appreciate these guys, of course, because mm -hmm. they keep the towers and our broadcast equipment running. Totally. Uh, but Craig sent me this funny picture. So he, he's up atop one of these towers, and he's looking down a few hundred feet below him at a power lineman working on a set of power lines. Yep. And he, he said that there's a constant battle between power linemen and tower climbers and that he was accused of being a working at heights snob. Oh my god. Because he's quite literally looking down upon at, you know, he said the power linemen think they work up in the air. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was like I didn't realize that there was snobbery about who works higher up. I did not either. So like like of course literally there is. that is hilarious. Higher up. So yeah. I guess we got we got working at heights snob, we, Shauna. We that's a <laughs> we do, okay? Oh, you work on power lines? That's cute. You're basically working atop a ladder. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I'm an arborist. Have you seen the size of some of the trees that I have to embark upon? Mm -hmm. Well, how's the view down there? I work atop broadcast towers and antennae. Mm. I can barely see you from up here. <laughs> well, I'm a window washer. I hang off some of the tallest buildings in the city. Mm, yes, well, as a hot air balloon pilot, I'm suspended in midair, high above all of you. <laughs> well, I'm an astronaut. That's all I have to say. I'm an astronaut. I'm an astronaut. Mm, yes, well, I smoke a ton of weed at work. I work higher than any of you. <laughs> well, I'm an astronaut. Podcast. My boyfriend sent me a, a picture of this event he was at on the weekend, and there was this food truck there, and it was just called Fat Belly. <laughs> and I was just like, well, that's hilarious. Just Fat Belly. That's the name of the old place, just Fat Belly Food Trucks. And I was like, well. <laughs> it's a great name. I, at first, I was like, that's kind of a strange name, isn't it? Then you get thinking about it, and you're like, well, I guess if you, 
it means like if you have a fat belly, it's because there's good food around, right? From all the so good eating. From all the that them's good eating. So you got your fat belly going on. So you look at it, you're like, oh well, must be good. Let's go get some fat bellies together. Did he say what kind of food they serve? Uh, he at didn't. Fat belly. No, but we have a bit of a trend going on with that right now. Like there's fat burger. There's Fat Bastard Burrito. Now there's Fat <laughs> Belly. Fat Bastard Burrito. Fat Bastard Burrito is a, a chain, yeah. And it's in, it's, I don't think we have it here, but it's in Eastern Canada in the States too. But Fat Burger's delicious. Fat Do I burger love is, Fat Burger. Well, there you go. I know. So now we've got Fat Belly. It's just more direct, more and more direct. Okay, that's what we get. You eat this food and you get a fat belly. A big old fat belly. Also, that's a good, uh, we were talking about Dirt Belly, which is a place here. Right. right? So now right. we've got Dirt Belly and Fat Belly. And Dirt Belly was kind of the opposite. I think it was all like healthier yes, options it and is. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Stuff so you that can... grows in the dirt and then you put it in your belly. Just it. Yeah, I think it's, is it vegan or vegetarian? Mm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's healthy food for you. So that's the opposite kind of the fat belly. There's Star Belly. Yes. A restaurant down in the south. Oh, I forgot about Star Belly. But also, Dirt Belly and Star Belly are really good, so I'm sure that Fat Belly is as well. Just throw Belly in your name. It's real trendy right now, That's right? it. How many other Crap bellies are we going to get here? Chud Belly. Poop Belly. <laughs> yeah. Dump oh Belly. God. Big Dump Belly. <laughs> You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f they're going to say f. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.